Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. Um, as always, I'm your host, Jordan, <laughs> and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. No, I didn't forget it. I didn't forget it. I was going to start talking about something, then I was like, maybe I should introduce myself. <laughs> I was going to start talking about how this is the I-70 football show, but we're going to be talking about basketball today because there's no football yeah. topics. Yeah. But, and I was, I was I was like, I was ready to full steam into the show. And then I was like, mm, I should probably introduce myself and sounded like an idiot. <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, Dante, we're talking basketball. A little bit of football, but mainly basketball because... college basketball today. There's not many football conversations to talk about. Um... Once we get some storylines for uh, for uh, spring training, hopefully we get some things, start to see some players. Um, but for the next couple of weeks, we're going to do some draft stuff. That's all. Uh, as that comes out. Any drafts that come, came out so far? There's been a bunch of them. So we'll start, you know, looking at where players are getting drafted. Oh. Um but the combines this week, so there's really there's no point in looking at mock drafts until after the combine. Fair enough. So fair enough. We're actually going to start the show with that. We're going to start with the combine. Um, before just just initial thoughts, what do you think about the combine? I always think the combine is interesting, um, but like, what do you think about the combine? I enjoyed the combine. Think of it this way: I watch the combine, but I don't watch the Pro Bowl, so. That tells you actually. I think the combine's a lot more entertaining. I uh, maybe you should take some of those those aspects from the combine and put them into the Pro Bowl. I don't know. Since we're just playing flag football at this point, so uh, yeah, weird little rant tangent there. But I enjoy the combine. I love watching the combine and all. What is it? What a full weekend, Friday through Monday, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I watched the I watched the entire event. It's actually, I think it's a couple of days longer than that. Honestly, you might be right. You might be. I think the things that I think actually, the things that are on TV are like Friday through something like that. But it's really the whole week because they do testing and interviews and all that kind of stuff. So. Right. Uh, but yeah, so combines March first through the seventh. It's an entire week. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's crazy. The, the, the entire week's not on TV. I'm pretty sure. I think yeah, yeah. So I think it's just like, like four day. days, four days of it. Wow, it's next week. That's crazy. Yeah, that's why we're talking about it. It's oh, that makes sense. Day. That makes sense. Like, when is, when is the when is the first? Uh, Tuesday. Well, Tuesday. Yeah, it starts on Tuesday. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna be watching it. I enjoy it. I and that's the funny part because I enjoy watching it literally for Big Ten. <laughs> Players, because that's usually I'm usually looking at defense like linebackers from the Big Ten or yeah. uh, linemen because that's usually where the Steelers like to go. They like to go in the Big Ten for that area. Sometimes SEC, but right now they usually they usually do, especially for defensive players. Defensive linemen they love looking at uh, Ohio State, yeah. Michigan, and all them. So that's why I watch the Big Ten. I mean, that's why I watch the combine. Yeah. You're going to uh, you're going to have to be looking at the quarterbacks this year. It's actually funny because the quarterbacks are the, are the most uninteresting part of the combine. So the thing is, like, I, the thing is, apparently we've been we've been in talks with all the quarterbacks that has been looking to leave their situations. 
And they all shut. Oh, leave. So you're talking about free agents. Yes, free agents. So, trade, trade free, partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, um, I don't know how true this is, but Russell Wilson has considered us. Um, That's not happening. Yeah, it's not. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, apparently, Deshaun Watson has been really considering us, but I'm like, can you even play? I mean, so Deshaun I, Watson is the elephant in the room because he's obviously the best quarterback on the market. Yeah. And as soon as he touches the field, he's going to be a top five quarterback again. And this year off has probably extended his career because he was dealing with some injury stuff. But it's just like, bruh, come on. Like, like it's just the sad thing about Deshaun Watson is no matter how you feel about him or what he did or whatever. And I hope that if you're listening to the show, we're all on the same page, regardless of that, you know, because the NFL, you know his career is not over. Nope. Because the NFL lets everyone in. Wife beaters, drug addicts. Like, it doesn't matter. If you're good, you can stay in the NFL. Yep. So they should have done something so you knew his. this was his suspension. Because it's like, like, realistically, he didn't play a whole season. Can you even suspend him anymore? Because if you, like that would be the longest suspension anyone's ever gotten. Because that would be too – like, if they tried to suspend him for eight games or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever number, that means he would have missed 25 games, 17 plus eight, 25 games. Can you even suspend somebody that long? I don't think so. And uh, and, and so it's like – And it, that's the weird thing with me because it was like – so I haven't read, seen much or heard much more about his situation. And that's what, because it's in the courts and literally nothing has happened. So see, yeah, that's the weird thing. So like, so then it's like the NFL hasn't made their decision on him, and it looked like he gave himself his own like suspension and gave himself a year in a way. I don't know if the Texans were gonna play him. I have no idea. Like, I I don't I don't know what their part was, but I, it, it's weird. That's why I'm like I I I don't also don't see that happening. I think I think we're just gonna have a year of bad quarterback play as a Steelers fan. I think I think we should just prepare for that. Really. Have really good defense, but have bad quarterback plays. Our offense is going to look kind of even worse than it did last year, and it's going to annoy a lot of people. But uh, then we think about quarterbacks after that because I just I don't think Aaron Rodgers leaves in Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers might be the most manipulative uh, 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 quarterback next to uh, Brett Favre uh, to come out in a while. Same franchise. Yeah, no, I think he learned that from Brett Favre. I really do. Yeah. I, I really do. And I think he's just – he likes – because, like, again, what what happened last year? He had that weird um, – that weird last drive, and it, it didn't go his way. And then he was like, no, nah, I don't know if I want to come back. So he, all the Green Bay fans and everybody was like, we want you back, blah, 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 blah. So he comes back. Wins another MVP, plays like nothing was wrong, has a poor outing in in at home in the playoffs like he used like not usually but like he does, and now it's like I don't know if I want to be here. I don't know if they want me here. <laughs> and like again, probably just just to make it seem like let me let me get the fans on my side when it's like, bro, if you want to go, then go. Like say that he's not. Like he's not going to so stop acting like this. Just just be like, I want to yeah. stay in Green Bay. Like you you like being in Green Bay. And personally, I don't think Russ is leaving either. I don't think I think, I think Russ, Russ maybe is. I think Russ wants to, but I don't know if he is. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, no disrespect to the man. I don't think he has the stones for it. I think he's very unhappy, but I don't think he has the stones to actually ask for a trade. Yeah, and um, uh, Sierra did a lot for him, but she ain't do all that. Like, like <laughs> there, there's a like there's a ceiling. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like she made him a totally but different see, man. But there's the thing, a ceiling. That's fine. Then that's cool. Like, if you don't have the balls as Russell Wilson, then hey Seattle, you should have the balls to trade him because it's time. You can't. But why would they trade him? Because it's time to rebuild. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yes, you're right. But yeah. King Carroll doesn't think that. They might fire first him. Of all, what you mean? First, no, they're not going to fire him. They should have. They should have. Because if Russ came to me, I'm like, I'm not saying that Russ is what he used to be. But if Russ came to me and was like, "Listen, I want to trade," it's me or 85 year old Pete Carroll, and I am not trying to be ageist or whatever you want to call it. I Pete's out. He's done. He's he's literally. I won't say ruined. Right, right, fine. I won't say ruined, but he's set back. He's definitely set back Russ's career with mm. his um with his stubbornness and like running the ball. Literally they had to create a hashtag, hashtag let Russ cook for him to, you know, then to start throwing the ball. Cool. And Russ had what one of the even after that though. After that hashtag, he he cooked for what, three or four games and then became No, no, that started last year, two years ago. Yeah, but but so but what's been happening with Russ's career so far is that for the first six seven games, he's MVP Russ, MVP, and then to finish the year, he's Kirk I think Cousins. a part of the, he's literally Kirk Cousins when you when you finish the year. I think a part of that is um, there's nothing in their offense, but, so like once you start to figure it out, it's like okay. Like, throwing that deep ball to DK works for six weeks. And then after a while, it's like, wait, you have no one else. What? You have no okay, running so game. Right. So, so you, don't have, you don't have anything to support this elite quarterback. You seem to be in rebuild mode. Trade him. Even if he doesn't have the balls, they shouldn't. I don't disagree. I'm just saying it's not going to happen. But honestly, trading him shouldn't have been the solution. The solution should have been getting rid of Pete Carroll. They need to do both. And the front office. They need to do and finding, People would still go to Seattle and play with him. They did, like, like, they traded a first-round pick for Jamal Adams. Like, that's not what you needed, bro. Like, get young, get rid of, like, but that's definitely a Pete Carroll move. Because Pete Carroll's looking for a Legion of Boom Part 2. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, as 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 a, I hear you, but at the end of the day, as a team that has been looking for a quarterback since Andrew Luck retired, it is hard out here to find a decent quarterback. You don't just let the quarterback walk, like you let you like this is not basketball where like you can let you know a star walk and then find another one. You let Russ walk when he's even still in has basketball, it's not even that, that that fruitful. It's easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier. I mean, look at the Cavs. Not that they're going to win a championship, but they have they have three budding stars: Darius Garland. I mean, they had Darius Garland, Jer- Jared Allen, and um, whoever the rookie is that's about to win Mobley. Rookie of the Year, Evan Mobley. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not easy, but it's easier. Yeah, no, I, I, that's only that's because of the size of teams. There's only 15 people per team. That's probably that's it's easier. So yeah, it's, yeah. But, like, like, I've seen 
I've seen average to good to average to good quarterbacks win Super Bowls because everything else was fine. So like, because well, how often does that happen? Pretty often, Joe. Because it don't happen. It don't happen. How, when was that though? It don't happen no That's more. Not now with Patrick Mahomes, you have to go into you have to go into the playoffs. And beat Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, average quarterback Matthew Stafford just won a Super Bowl. I have Matthew Stafford is more than average. Stop playing. I say average to good. He's on the good. I, he's okay. He's like he's solidly on the good side. <laughs> like he's a he's a top well whatever. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so I I'm saying that. when I say good, it's like you know your defense wins you a game, and you might win you might win their team a game because you're good enough to do it, but you aren't consistent enough. Russell Wilson was one of them quarterbacks when he won his Super Bowl. Yeah, but but the thing is, Russell Westbrook, Wilson, what, what Jesus Christ, Russ mm-hmm. is better than a lot of quarterbacks out there. It's ghetto, like. It's it's just it's yeah, not it's not be, it's but, not as easy but, as you're making it seem. I'm not. They sure. would have to do I'm a not, full tank job and try to get the number one. Pick it's time to do that. Job. It's time to blow it up because Seattle, you're either caught because you could either be Minnesota and continue to be Minnesota. Either you make the playoffs or you don't, and then don't go nowhere in the playoffs or start over. Listen, I'm. I hear you because I'm ready. I'm ready for the Colts to to tank. Get, bring me CJ Stroud in 2023. But they're not going to. If I was y'all, I'd still go. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna trade. Russ is not leaving. So I'm I'm not even thinking they that. They no had a better trade than me. He's not, not going to do it. So Russ is not leaving. So it's going to be we're going to trade Carson Wentz and get Jimmy G. When we really, honestly, let's be honest, I'm going to put it on the table. Cause nobody agrees with me, and I don't care. Y'all make a if y'all make a, if y'all make a get, championship game, maybe. If you can't get Deshaun Watson, which maybe you don't want him, don't the best quarterback him. on the market and the easiest quarterback to get is Jameis Winston. I'm taking Jameis over Carson. Is Jameis gonna be there to start this season? Jimmy, is Jameis gonna be there? I don't. This season? I don't care. He should be. It's an ACL. They come back in like six weeks. But he like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh whoa! <laughs> it's still it's still about like I think it's like an eighth month, eight month. No, it's now. not. It's like five. <laughs> He'll be back in July. First of all, first of all, even if it even if it goes the full eight months, he did that in the middle of the season. He'll be back before summer. He'll be he'll get the whole mini camp everything. He should be back in like. March, because that's three months. Uh, okay, maybe like April or May, which is still before the you know off season program kicks off. Okay, because it happened in it happened in like early it happened like early October. Like he missed almost the whole. Is season. he on the? Is it was he? Is he a trade asset? Or no, he's a free agent. Oh, they signed him to a one year deal to give that crappy quarterback like five years. Pittsburgh should go after him. I'm telling you, the best quarterback on the market is Jameis Winston. And with a team that knows how to build an offense around him, he's in that average the good. He's better than Jimmy. He's better than Wentz. Jimmy's been to a Super Bowl. Wentz kind of went to a Super Bowl. He's definitely better than Nick Foles, who won a Super Bowl. Like, 
if you build everything else like the Colts, like the Steelers, have a, I mean, your defense is better, but you have a good defense. Maybe you could get to a great defense. You have some skill, talent, some things where he doesn't have to win you the game. You get a running game. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, like he's the best quarterback out there. And someone's going to sell the farm for Jimmy G. And Jameis Winston is going to go under the table. Ooh, I can't wait till Denver does that. <laughs> it's going to be Denver. Yeah. Ooh, what if Minnesota trades? His, I think his contract's too high. No one's going to trade for Kirk Cousins. He's still yep. making like 40 yeah, and You know what? And that's what, and, you know, Minnesota's going to be stuck. Idiots. Yep. Idiots. Mm. I don't I don't even know how we got on this conversation. I, we, were, we were talking about the combine. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's bring yeah, it back in. Let's bring it back. Um, <laughs> the, the combine starts next week. Mm. There are 54 Big Ten players. Nice. At, who are invited to the combine. Um, that is obviously – that is the second highest, obviously, behind the SEC. Um, so I just wanted to run down a list of some of the notable names. Uh, we're not mock draft experts or anything like this, but let's play a little game. Are they going to be a good pro? Sound fun? Fair enough. Ooh, All right. The 20th pick in the first round? We could get that tackle. We might be able to get that tackle. Please don't Which go after a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Which tackle? Oh, uh, uh, oh, Daniel. Oh no! Don't don't do that. No, he needs to fall. No, no, he needs to fall to the second round so we can get him. <laughs> no, 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 because we need we we need all line help. Like we we need all line help. No, <laughs> uh, whatever. Okay, so let let's let's play a little game. Right. Um. <clears throat> Uh, so the first one, Hassan Haskins. So I did not list off 54 players for the people who don't know that we have a, a show plan. It is probably less than 10. I only did like the notable players. So the first one, Hassan Haskins running back from the university of Michigan, good pro or not. Uh, at, I think he could be a good pro. Where is he projected to be drafted? Is the, I didn't, I didn't do all that. Yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna come later. I just want to do okay. All right, so you just want me to just based off of what I've seen. I, 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 yeah. And then like, and then we can come back to it once, Detroit, once. You don't end up somewhere like Detroit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, just, I know that. I know. I know. Team fit matters. We'll, we'll redo it once they start doing right. seventh round mock drafts. But just like they're going to the combine, you saw them the last year, however many years. You think they're going to be a good pro or not? Oh, I missed somebody. That's actually kind of – I missed two people. Why didn't I see them? That's great. Are they not going to the combine? That would be stupid. Okay, answer the question about him as I type them out. Uh, Hassan Haskins. I, University of Michigan. Yeah, he was their starting running back. Yeah, he was. And he's a, he's a, he's a downhill – wow. Yeah, you, you definitely did miss him. Uh, <laughs> I did not. I did not. I did not see them on the list. Uh, I think he could be a good quarterback. He's a downhill between the tackle type of running back, and a lot of teams, a lot of teams, whether they try to act like they don't need it, definitely fucking do. Like they definitely, yeah. almost every team needs that type of running back. Uh, I think he could be a good running back. I think he could be a good pro in the league. Hall of Famer? No. Oh no! I don't think anyone on this list is a Hall of Famer. Maybe one of the wide receivers, maybe, but I doubt it. Um, I think I don't it think be a defensive a, player if they're going to be a Hall of Famer from here. 
I don't know. It's impossible. It's hard for receivers to make the Hall of Fame. Yes, tell me about it. Reggie Wayne is still waiting. We're not going to have this this conversation for like the third podcast in a row. So for me, I think Hassan Haskins is going to be a decent pro. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think he needs to go to a team like the 49ers, the Ravens, Tennessee, something like that. Someone who really um, (laughs) someone who uses multiple running backs. I think he would be a great compliment to J.K. Dobbins. I think he would be a good compliment to whoever is the 49ers running back. Um, Debo. Maybe even uh, yeah, I mean, essentially he'd be a great compliment to Debo. Mm -hmm. Um, It has to be a team that's committed to the run, but it has to be a team that uses a stable of running backs and not that many teams do that anymore. Uh, I know Denver has tried to do that, but yeah. they kind of went old with like older players. So if Denver still wanted to do that, I think he would be um, a good compliment in Denver. Uh, but like, I just don't think he's a, he could, a, a number he one. Could, he 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 would. Um, it would become later, but he'd be good in Dallas as well. When when you start, to yeah, win. but they already have their two. Yeah, but Zeke. I mean, but you can do for the future. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Zeke's starting to get old and stuff, so that's why I was like, he'd be good in Dallas. He'd be good. Minnesota could use him. I don't know why they keep popping up in my head, but Minnesota could use him. Shit, the uh, Steelers could. Yeah, use they need to. Uh, you know who else could? We use can't him? get him, but the Steelers could use him. You know who else could use him? Who? The Saints. Who is very similar to um, yeah, they very similar to Minnesota yeah. as they have that all around you know skilled back, but they need a bruiser. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think he's a very good number two, mm-hmm. which means he could have a long career, get a second mm-hmm. contract. I don't think he's a star. Um, Kenneth Walker. Um, I think he has a solid career too. I think he could have a solid career. I don't. It's hard for running backs. Because their shelf life was, what, five seasons? If that, if that um, it, again, it's still fit. I think Kenneth Walker could have a – I think he's the better running back between him For and, sure. and uh, Hassan. So, uh, it's, it's I kind of see it the same with Hassan. They could ha- he could have a solid career depending on the fit. So I I think he and he can catch you know, he can catch out the backfield too so he can be used in a lot of places. I think Kenny I don't think he can catch. They almost never threw him the ball. Huh. I mean, maybe, okay, okay, but also the, Wisconsin never threw Jonathan Taylor the ball, and Jonathan Taylor can catch. Catch. So, so like, like I, I'm not gonna say he can't. Yeah, I'm just gonna say we haven't really seen it. But we'll probably see it in the combine because you know, they got to do a lot of right, those yep. anyway. So. I'll say this. I think he'll be a bust to what people think he's going to be. Okay. And me and you agree with this. We've argued on other podcasts. Uh, some people – let me clarify what I mean by bust for y'all that mm-hmm. don't know. I view bust as where you're drafted and your expectations. Right. I think you can be a bust and still be a good player. Yep. Not every bust bust out the league and just never plays, right? Like Zion's going to be a bust and he may never be in the league. But Andrew Wiggins is also a bust, bust. but he's a very solid starter who's going to play for another five, however many years, and maybe win some rings. Yeah. But he's a bust because he was the number one pick. So I want to clarify. Was, he, was compared, say, he, was, he was compared to Michael Jordan. So, like, yeah. And it's like when I say bust, but he's going to end up having a really good career. Yeah. And so with Kenneth Walker, mm-hmm. he's going into the league 
as the number one running back. And if he mm-hmm. has a strong showing, he's probably going to be the best first running back taken, which means there's a chance that one of those teams, the Bills, one of those teams that went to the playoffs who don't need that many people like the Chiefs did take him in the first round. Mm-hmm. I think he can have a solid career, but I don't think he's going to be like, he's not going to be Jonathan Taylor. He's not going to be um, Saquon. Like he's not going to be that first running back taken that takes over the league kind of thing. Did Saquon take over the league? For a year. He did? I was trying to be nice. Okay. You know how I feel. You know how I feel about Saquon. Look, I think, um, uh, um, uh, trust me, I think he's a really good running back. But take over the league? I, has he played long enough to do that? <laughs> okay. So he's not going to be like Zeke. He's not going to be one of those guys that immediately come in and, you know, is a other, running back. His, 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 his Michigan State brethren. That was with the Steelers. Like, he ain't going to be Le'Veon Bell. No. Nah. Who is who, who, which is who he's compared to. Mm. Because Le'Veon Bell don't like to run through the tackles either. Yeah, he'll wait. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so, it, like, and you, it's funny you bring up Saquon because I think New York could do that. Because that then you you might see Saquon be, and I think I think Saquon's coming up on bus bus tag category lately. Like, coming no. up, he was the number two or three pick. He's he's a bust, very solidly. He's a bust, but he can't stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if New York did something like draft Kenneth Walker, then we might be able to see what Saquon Barkley could be. Because now you're because Saquon is never a Sa- Saquon is not an every down back. I've been trying to tell people this since he was in Penn State. Mm-hmm. He's not an every down back. They they should. I don't know how. I don't know if Walker's never well. every down back, but Saquon is not. No. Yeah, they should use Saquon like they use um, old boy and like they use no Dalvin Cook's a better all around running back. Yes, they should use Saquon like they use old boy and um, the Saints. Um, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Alvin Kamara does not like to run through the tackles. Alvin Kamara mainly takes sweeps outside plays and that's catches true. the ball. Yeah, that's true. I'm not comparing their career. I'm not. I'm just saying mm-hmm. Saquon, even though he's bigger and he looks like he should go through the tackles, really they should use him be. like it's, it's they should really use weird. him like that, mm-hmm. and they don't because he doesn't do that. That's not him. I mean, Zeke don't even like doing that now. He like trying to bust it out, and the other dude tries to yeah. look up, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But Zeke Zeke is trying to extend his career. I get that. Zeke did that for his three years, and now he's gotten some injuries and stuff, and he's trying to extend his career. But when Zeke needs to get a yard, he gets a yard. Yeah. The issue with Zeke is he doesn't have the – DeMarco Murray. (laughs) Yeah, the the issue with Zeke is he doesn't have the breakaway speed no more because he messed up his knee. Yeah. So he's he's not fast anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. But, I mean, that's the life of a running back. It is. I mean – It is. (laughs) Sadly, hey – not I mean, like think about Adrian Peterson. Yeah, honestly, think about like all the good running backs recently. Like the guy, like <clears throat> uh, Leonard Fournette only had one year. Uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell had his couple years and then fell off the face of the earth. Who was the running back? Who was the running back on the West Coast? Melvin Gordon fell off the face of the earth. As soon as that he got, as soon as he got, like, it was done. Like Zeke it was the is same. Lucky the same thing with Gurley. Talk Gurley. As soon as he yep. got. Done. Um, yeah, Zeke is lucky he's still relevant. Honestly, it, it really. It's, it's only because he plays for yeah. Dallas. That's that's truly it. True. That's I'm it. telling my son. I'm not letting my sons play running back. Like if they want to play football, I'm not letting them play running back. You gotta play something else. I'm sorry. That's, crazy. that's so crazy. Yeah, it's okay. All right, let's go to in a pass heavy league. You still don't want to play running back. <laughs> nah, 
Because it's just, it's just like, I mean, at the end of the day, three years on a running back salary is still life changing. But if you can get, you can, it's just very hard to get to that second contract as a running back. Yeah. I mean, Marlon Mack, good running back. He's in the top, he's in the top half of the league, in my opinion. He's not a superstar, but he's in the top 16 or 30, however you want to do starting running backs, because a lot of them play. Yeah. He didn't get, he barely got a second contract. The Colts drafted Jonathan Taylor. And Jonathan Taylor is better, but like, when they drafted Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack was a very good. Like he just came off a thousand yards. He was, no, he was really good. Was, the, I was actually very confused by that draft pick. I was like, I mean, y'all got a running back in Dan. Here comes Jonathan. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Taylor just being better. I'm like, God, okay, Jesus. <laughs> so but yeah, that's what happened. I think it was like Matt Flynn. When uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt and Matt Flynn took over and played really well, and then he he got the he got the job in uh, Seattle and Russell Wilson took it right from him after he got <laughs> like damn, he got that contract. I was like, nah, we good. Like, yeah, figured it out. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> he went right back to Green Bay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to the next play. Um, this four. Okay. Let's yeah. Let's go to the next play. Jahan Dotson. No. Why did you see hard? No? Okay. No. Chris Olave. Maybe. Garrett Wilson. Also a baby. Uh David Bell. Yes. I think he will be. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think um Yeah, I'm honestly not sure on Jahan Dawson either. I think Chris Olave will – so this is what I'll say. Unless there's just like a Jamar Chase superstar kind of whatever, yeah. I think Chris Olave has the best rookie season and maybe the first two seasons of all the wide receivers in this draft because he's pro-ready. I'm not sure that he has the best career. The thing about Chris Olave, though, I think – who is a good comparison for Chris Olave? Um, Chris Olave, like in my opinion, he's coming into the league as a number two. He was the number one at Ohio State, but he's coming to the league as a number two. Uh, who is the guy that got drafted? Who's the guy that got drafted to the Ravens, and he's not a number one, and they had to find another one? But he was—he's a solid pro. What is his name? You know what I'm talking about? He's a young guy still. It's like third or fourth season. Or uh, the guy that got drafted to the Titans, who is now somewhere else. I. Okay, let's say a name. I couldn't tell you. Let's let's say a name that I can't remember right now because I can't think of names. Mm-hmm. I think at worst, Chris Olave is Juju. Solid pro. Juju should be a little bit better. Solid pro. I think at, Juju is going to get some contracts. He's not going to break the bank, but he's going to get some contracts. I think he can be a little bit better than Juju, but I think at worst, he's Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay, that's fair. Solid pro. Uh, yeah, Garrett Wilson... I think of this group, I think Garrett Wilson has a chance to be a number one and a star. Maybe not a Jamar Chase star. I don't know because that like eventually wide receivers have to not be able to break records their, their rookie year. But I think like he can be a normal wide receiver star if that makes sense. Where like he gets like seven fifty his first year because it's hard to get a thousand yards, and then after that he start he gets a thousand yards two out of every three seasons. Every you know what I mean? Like he's a he's always in that eight fifty to twelve hundred. Ish, which is a good wide receiver. Not everyone's gonna come in and break a million records. Like that's just stupid. Yeah, I uh, the reason why I say David Bell in the way in here is it, it's gonna be a weird little comparison, but I think he's gonna be okay. one of those guys who plays a long time and okay, has that's a game. 
and has a name. And it's from the few games, David Bell has like sure hands. So I think he could be like uh, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Whereas like, you know, you know, you know, he ain't probably, he, he might, he might give you 700 yards, 50 something catches, but it'd be 54 targets. And then another year he'll get like a thousand with maybe seventy targets, uh, in like sixty six catches. Like I, he's gonna be one of the one of those guys who's just he gonna have sure hands and probably play a long time. So he will have a name like Larry Fitzgerald did. I think that's what I mean by by star. Okay, I think Chris Olave could have that as well. I want to see Chris catch with his hands more. That's one thing I hate about Ohio State wide receivers. They love to do this. They they love the body Boy. catches. Garrett Wilson doesn't. He catch that boy catch everything. Yeah, yeah but I that one Chris Olave. Chris Olave made a bunch of business decisions this year, which is why his. I mean, not I won't say he's still projected to be a first round pick. Yeah, but that's why his draft is a little bit lesser. But than that's also why I think Chris Olave won't have a good career because he. I think he's going to get picked high, and who? What? What? Who's high? High? I think he might be like first fifteen, and usually those teams don't. Managed, usually managed talent. Well, like he's gonna get to the Browns and bust. Oh, see that that <laughs> that's like, exactly what work. It really could work in, in in Cleveland. It really could. He's already played it in Ohio, so he knows how cold yeah. it gets. He's used to that. It could. Work. I think Chris Olave gets taken in the twenties. In the twenties, yeah, which means he's gonna have a slightly better career. Like I could see, uh, I could see. The Bills taking him, I could see. I don't even know the draft. I don't know if he's gonna drop that. Um, Ain't no way he's gonna. Well, yeah, that's in the thirties. That's well, yeah, that's in the thirties. But still, like the Bills. Uh, What is the draft order? I don't know. I should probably know this. Twenty twenty two. Oh, I don't know the draft. Draft. Oh, Bills got the twenty fifth pick. Yeah, I can see the Bills. I can see the Bills taking him. Let's see. He's not gonna go in the first fifteen. Who else? I could see him going. Hmm. Nah. I can see him going anywhere from 16. I can see him going to the Eagles. I can see him going to the Chargers. I could Eagles definitely see him going to the I could definitely see him going to the Saints because they may be trying to get rid of Michael Thomas. And even that if they don't stupid. get rid of Michael Thomas, Ooh, even, yeah, even, yeah, even if they don't get rid of Michael Thomas, they need a no, they need a second. Because option. the thing is cuz if you if they first of all if you're the Saints and you're trying to go after Russell Wilson, the last thing you want to do is get rid of a, a weapon to throw the ball to. Yeah. Well, despite the fact he's been injured, he's very good. And I think Alave can – because, like, you know – so this is something that, like, I didn't even know and I've watched his entire career. Draft experts expect Alave to run a 4-3. He ain't that fast. Nah, he is. He don't look that fast, but he is. That's what I'm thinking. See, now, you think he might fall to the 20s. I'm yeah, looking yeah. at a I, – I know there's a lot of – probably receiver talent coming out, not just out of the Big Ten, but he was one of the best receivers in the country. And yeah. I'm looking at a lot of teams in the first ten picks that need a receiver. Yeah, but that's gonna but what's gonna happen, and they do this every single year, and this is how they mess up. They're gonna go for the guy with the traits and not the guy who's already pro ready. So they're gonna go for the guy. That's how they that's how they bust a lot. That's how receivers Atlanta Atlanta already has the big receiver. This is true. Where's the Atlanta picking? The eighth. Eight. Hmm. New York. New York could do it. Uh. 
Well, the, you have to think, though. Uh, I don't know how early wide receivers are coming off the board, but Drake London is probably the first one out. Yeah. Whether he's the best one or not. Yeah, that's but the that's the thing. See. Jacksonville needs a receiver. Detroit needs a receiver. Houston definitely needs a receiver if they're going to keep their quarterback. Yeah. The Jets need one. I think the Giants need one. I need Carol. I think Carolina needs one. I think the Giants need one again. Atlanta needs one. Denver <laughs> needs one. Like there's a there's, <laughs> there's a lot of wide receivers. Yeah, that's the first ten picks. So I'm saying, like, I'm sure <laughs> some of these players, some of these teams are going to go O line or something like that. But if you told me the first ten picks in the in, a, in the upcoming draft were all receivers i believe you after seeing this yeah yeah it, de- it honestly depends on when people start being stupid and drafting quarterbacks and I, I just apparently we're projected to pick a quarterback up with the 20th pick so it might be us like <laughs> <laughs> yeah man all right all right so Ooh, yeah, this man, wide receiver you know, i'll tell you this right now i tell you this right now if chris olave falls to, into the 20s he getting picked up at 21 by new england but yeah, that's going to be gross. <laughs> he getting picked up right then and there. If they don't trade up, he getting picked up right then and there. Yeah, that's going to make me upset. And then, yes, he'll probably be a star. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to make me upset because I'd like, I'm like i not going to do it for every team because I ain't got money like that. But there are a couple of like uh, coach players that I, if they go to the right team, I might buy their jersey. And mm-hmm. Alave is one of them. I still need to get my Justin Fields jersey, but I will never own a Patriots jersey in my life. I don't yeah, care no, but I, yeah, I tell you right then and there. Hey, I can see, I can see that Jesus, right? him, like Jesus himself, could be a patriot, and I wouldn't buy his jersey. Buffalo ain't gonna be able to get him. Yeah, <laughs> Buffalo is probably Buffalo is probably a, a stretch. Yeah. All right, so hold on. I I just pulled up the I just pulled up the mock draft right, and I probably mm-hmm. should have had this up. While you're saying all ten teams in the top ten need a wide receiver, and you're not wrong. This draft has mainly offensive linemen and defensive linemen going in the top 10. That's the first one. Yeah, because, yes, I believe you. The top 10 needs all of that, but that's (laughs) one. They have the first wide receiver off the board is Garrett Wilson to the Jets. And And then they have at 10. And then they have the Browns taking Traylon Burks. They have. They need. They need a receiver. Listen, this I mean, obviously my draft is a receiver. Anything. Baltimore yeah. definitely needs one. Philadelphia kind of needs one. They yep. Obviously, mock drafts aren't everything, mm-hmm. but this mock draft only has two wide receivers in the top twenty. Then they got the Ra- the Raiders taking Drake London at twenty two. This is this is getting into into that territory. Oh, they have the Bills taking Jamison Williams at twenty seven, and they have a lot of it going twenty eight to the Lions. Are these picks being traded? Are these so Green Bay's pick goes to Detroit or something? Uh, who do they have Green Bay? Or am I looking at the wrong draft here? I don't know draft order because my the draft order I see here, and I'm on ESPN. Hold on, this may be one where they're projecting trades. Hold on, let me. Okay. I didn't read the beginning. Okay, that's different. That's different. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Just draft. Let's see the order of ones are official. And 50, 60. Oh, this is an older one before all the picks were official. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Wait, why did it show me the older one? I know he's done a more <laughs> it doesn't recent one. doesn't make any one. sense. What a waste of I know for I know for a fact he's done a more recent one. So, like, that just makes no sense. 
Where is it at? What the heck? Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna get stuck on this. We'll update. We'll talk about this again. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. Gonna, we're gonna need stuff to talk about. No, Piper's and all of will be coming out soon. Oh, I, oh I'm not ever looking. I'm not, I'm not, of course not. <laughs> of course not. But okay. I'm just saying, like they're they're gonna be coming out soon. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's probably gonna come all out. Right, so, what is the draft? Uh, April. It, it's in May now, right? May. I don't listen. I just watch it when it come on. I don't know. <laughs> They be changing so much stuff, and then the yeah, extra game. I know the last season, time it was in UK, but I don't, I don't remember. Or the combine yeah. was in May. I think they've been pushing it. Dude. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, All right, so let's 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 go through this really quickly, so then we yeah. can go and take a break. Uh, Daniel F- Falalele, the offensive tackle for Minnesota. I think he's. I don't want to say, but I think he might be terrible. I might. I think he. And he. And it's crazy because he's a really good tackle for Minnesota. So. Yeah. There's a really good chance that I think with offensive alignment, like you, for you to be known to be terrible, you have to be really, really terrible. Because if you're good, a lot of the time you don't even get mentioned. Like your your yeah. name's not brought up. It might end up being one of those. If I draft him, and this is going to be mean, and I don't care. If I draft him, I I send him everything about Zion, and I say it's a different sport. But this is another dude who is physically gifted mm-hmm. and had a weight issue. Yep. You can be good if you diet, if you take this money and you get a nutritionist and a chef and you work out. But at any moment, if your weight balloons, you will be out of this league. And it's as simple as that. Because he's a big dude. He's six eight three something. Yep. He needs to keep that weight down. He needs to stay at his playing weight. If if he does that, I'm not saying he's going to be great, but I think he'll be good. And that's the thing. That's, that's, that's the, the hardest thing. The, that's, that's the hardest thing. The hardest thing. Like, you don't know. Tackles, and a lot of times, tackles love to get injured. Like, and, and, yeah, it, it can take one injury for <laughs> for that for that to go downhill really quick, especially for a young guy. Uh, that's. I, I, it's it's hard. I think he might be terrible, though. Not terrible, but I don't I, think he's going to be a star. I heard you. All right, so Tyler Linden Ball, the center from uh, Iowa. I think he'll have a decent career. As long as he's drafted to the right team. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to do this about JoJo Dolman. You never know a linebacker. Jaquan Brisker, the safety from Penn State. He's going to be a, he's, he's, he's gonna be a regular guy in the, in the league. I think That's good be, enough. Yep. That's a regular guy that can last like ten years. Yeah, the big one, Aiden Hutchinson, who's going to be like a top three pick. Yeah, yeah, I think he will. Usually, and, in the, and you know, either I and I think you don't think so because like I think it's just I think he might just be a little bit more of a hater for Michigan than you think you think you are. No. I think he's going to be good because defensive defensive linemen from the Big Ten usually have. Solid to great careers, most of the time. Yeah, doesn't matter where you come from. I, I think he's gonna be uh, Max Crosby, or, okay, or or even um um Jesus Christ, uh, he's on the he's uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Okay, uh, I think he became that's good. That's good. I think I think he's a bust for where he gets. I think he's a bust for where he gets drafted. Plays twelve years. He might, I don't, I don't he, think he, he I could, don't, with stats and playing long enough, he could have a Hall of Fame career. He'd be like third ballot Hall of Famer. No, he's not going to be that good. I think he's going to be a very solid pro. I don't think he's going to be a superstar. I think he's going to be a bust by his ranking, but he's going to play a long time. 
I don't think so. I think because I from what's his like Jabal Sheard, Jabal Sheard. Um, those are those are solid players. Uh, I'm just saying what's history is what history has taught me so far about a defensive end or a defensive tackle from the Big Ten. He probably gonna have a good career. He's probably gonna he might even make a Pro Bowl or two. Like I, I, I yeah, but but that's the thing. A Pro Bowl or two is what I'm saying. Like Jabal Sheer, Jason Pierre, it's hard, they made it's a hard to make a Pro Bowl in, 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 in NFL. I know, but that's but that's not number two pick though. Nah. Well, okay, hold on. First, like that's why I said he's gonna be a bust to where he's Detroit, That's not fair, and you know it. He's getting. He's going to get. He's going to get picked in the top three, and he's not a top three pick. He's not going to have that kind of career, but he's going to be good. I if think he gets to five, he'll be great. If he could get to the Giants, he could be great. But yeah, I think he's going to. Like I said, Javal Sheard, like those guys. Who is like? I think he's going to be good. I think you know, in his best year, 11, 12 sacks. I think he maybe averages like eight a year. He's good. I just don't That's think he's a Hall of Fame career. Star. That's no, it's not. Yeah, it's third, third, fourth. Yes, it is. is. Everyone's a hot. No, it's not. If you you tell me, you mean Javian Clowney is is the name that I was thinking of as a high pick who's a solid player but busted too. He'll be better than him. He's gonna, he'll be better than him. Yeah, Javian Clowney never wanted it. Yeah, you're right. That's the one thing I'll say about him. If he doesn't have a great career, it's not going. It's not going to be from lack of effort. Because mm-hmm. he's a, he's a dog. He's a yeah, dog. he wants it. That's what I'm saying. He, I, I think if you told me right now if we were 70 years old, right, and or or, or so he might have. I give him a 15 year career. So that puts us at what 50? Just about that'll put us a little over 50. No, 15. 30. No. No, 45. We'll be like 48. We'll be like 48, 49. We'll be close. That's 50. Damn. Okay. We'll be close. We'll, we'll be close. So we'll be close to 50. You tell me. Oh, no, 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 no. 42. We'll be 42. 15 years. I'm about to turn 27. 15 years. Okay, okay, okay. We'll okay. Be so we'll, we'll be 42. So at the age of 50, at the age okay. of 50, 51, 52, he, he, he'll he be, you don't think he'll be coming up. He'll be one of those players that could be be on the ballot, but don't make it. And then a, after a few years after that, he shows up on the ballot, makes it in. I can see that happening. I think he's Matthew Stafford. I think he is good enough to go on his team's ring of honor. Okay. But he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. That's a good career. That is a good career. Well, it is. I, I I think he'll have a better career than that. Just because just because he has the talent and he has the effort. He has the want for it. That's why – because the thing is, it's the same thing. You said Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion Clowney had right. talent, just didn't want it bad enough. He still doesn't True. want it bad enough now, and he still has the talent now. True. So, I, I – uh, All right, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is he going to be a Bosa? I, what? Is he going to be a Bosa? Could he be a Bosa? Yeah, I think he could. That's dominant. Is he going to be a Watt? Like, that's the same. Like, is he, is he going to be... You, so All you from the champion. same conference. You're right. They are. No, and they all didn't go to the that's, same school. They all didn't go to the same school. So, like... Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I think so. You might be right. So, George Karloftis, last one. 
Um, he's a bust. He's a bust. I think he'll be Jadavion Clowney. I don't think he'll be that good. I think he's. I think he. Uh, now, because I don't think he's going to be drafted that high. So I think if he's put in the right system, he could have a great career because there's somebody else. He Maybe. could be a he could be a nice little third option. Third option, okay. Yeah, <laughs> where as he'll get eight sacks, but he'll be he'll he he he'll be honestly, a final part honestly, of that defense because he can get those eight sacks in oh. the scheme of the defense. Was that Purdue? Was that Purdue, or was it Iowa? He's gonna be. Uh, do you remember the defensive lineman from like three years ago who went to the Buffalo Bills, and you've never heard of him since? Was that everybody was really, everybody was really, everybody was. I I remember who you're talking about. I do. I remember that. I remember that. And I have not. Everybody was really. I think that's. I think that's George Karlaftis. Sheesh. Okay. What is his name? What is his name? I'm about to find it. I'm pulling up the all-time draft list. I'm pulling it up because they just AJ Espinosa, and it is from Iowa. He was drafted last year, and they to who? To who? The Bills. Oh, I knew where he went. I just couldn't remember where he was from. They already had. They already had their defense. Yeah, and they needed more. And then he wasn't great, and they drafted two defensive linemen. Twenty twenty one. And twenty twenty and twenty nineteen, they drafted Ed Oliver as a defensive tackle because mm-hmm. they were older and they were trying to get younger. Right. And then they in twenty twenty, they drafted AJ Espinosa to be their main guy, and he wasn't that. And so in twenty twenty one, because he wasn't that, they drafted Gregory Russo in the first round and Car- Carlos Basham in the second round. Ah well, I think he's AJ Espinosa. Really, I think he might be. Yeah, you might be that. You might be right. I would say, like, I think he could have been, like, somewhere in somebody's scheme where it's, like, he might be he might be underrated because he's not getting all the numbers, but he's very important to that defense in certain aspects. I think he could be one of them. But he would, He can't be the guy. He can't be the uh, – if he's just – if you building your defensive line around him. So, you want him to be Leonard Floyd. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know if he's gonna be that, but that no, is his actual skill. Yeah, like I, you but know, Leonard so, Floyd was. Not everybody was needs not to be a superstar to to win a yeah. to win a championship. Not everybody got to be a superstar. Some yeah. people got to be. Leonard a Floyd player. was. Leonard Floyd was the Falcons, right? And he was I, not the guy for the Falcons. I believe and so. Now yeah. he's on the now he's on the Rams, and he's like a, he's solid. He's a good, you know. Yeah, because what's the name is getting triple teamed. So, like, yeah, go ahead and do your job. Fair. Okay. So, that's fair. So, those are the notable players. Well, we're going to need content. So, once the combine happens and we'll we'll both be watching and we start getting some reputable mock drafts, some stuff like that, we're going to talk about it. And we'll try to get some, like, team fits in there, something like that. Once we see who they're mock drafted to. We're not going to do a mock draft because that is not unless I mean unless Dante has some secrets and some powers and a lot of time on his hands that I don't know about. I'm not doing a mock draft, but I will love. I will comment. 
Huh? We could just we could do a mock draft of the fifty four players and see where they absolutely go. not. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know we got what, what is it? What is the NFL like? Eight rounds? I think <laughs> it's seven. Nah, I will comment on other people. <laughs> I will comment on other people's mock draft on this on this podcast. I was about to say, if anything, we could just do a mock draft of these notable players. <laughs> I'm gonna let somebody else do that work, and then we go then we go and comment on it. All like, right. Oh, this person had Hassan Haskins at this place. That's what we're gonna do. All right, so we're gonna take a quick asking break. me to do more. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit of basketball. Uh, so yeah, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the I-70 football show. We are now the I-70 basketball show for a couple of weeks. We had a lot. Maybe we just talk a lot. We had a lot more football content than I thought. We went 50 minutes on football. Yeah, so, I, I think we did pretty good. Hey. Yeah. So, you know, when, it's, when, it, when, when, when you got to combine two different leagues, because doing yeah. college and NFL at this point, when it comes to draft possibly. A lot of random stuff. We spent like 10 minutes on Deshaun Watson and quarterback <laughs> and stuff. So that's kind of where that went down. That's true. Yeah. So we're, let's let's talk Big Ten basketball. And this will be kind of like a primer of sorts for people listening. And then we'll try to get into it a little bit more once um, with like the, the March Madness and stuff like that. I'm going to be completely honest. I, I've said this multiple times. I do not watch college basketball a lot. So if you want in-depth analysis, you should check out our basketball podcast, Bucketheads, I believe is the name. I hope I said that right. Now I need to double check. Oh, that's right. I took screenshots. What am I talking about? Here we go. I need to make sure that I'm like pitching the right things. I should know this off the top of my head. And I'm pretty sure I'm right, but now I'm scared that I'm wrong. Oh, this is great podcasting as I'm Googling and just like not saying anything. Um, Yes, I was right. Bucketheads. I see confidence, people. Be confident in yourself. Bucketheads, if you want detailed basketball analysis or our instant recap articles, that kind of stuff, we're going to be kind of talking overarching just a little bit that we know about college basketball, basketball as a whole, and kind of catching up on the season. Because we've been focused on football, and Dante hasn't watched the NBA. Uh, Don, I think Dante probably watches college basketball more than I do. I can't watch college basketball. Let me tell I you, watched what. the first today was the first day I've watched some. College right, so basketball. you're just as bad. I, yeah, it, it's actually uh, at least today's the first day I've watched men's college basketball. Okay, I've, I've watched I've watched a few uh other uh, women's games. And each game I've seen so far, for, especially for the women's game, has been a complete and utter destruction type of blah. Like, it, it's been disgusting how bad these games get sometimes. Yeah. So, so I'm going to tell you why I don't watch college basketball. I watched the Ohio State game today, right? Mm-hmm. The final score was 60-75. to 75. Okay. I'm currently watching, we're currently watching on mute, Dallas 
and Golden State Warriors. Yep. The score is currently 79 to 66, and there is 16 minutes left. And I understand that there's eight more minutes in the NBA than there is in college basketball, but they do not be scoring enough in college basketball. I watched that whole game start to finish, and both teams had like three, four minute stretches where they didn't score at all. And, like, like they're not. It's not good basketball. Not all the time, though. And I and it's crazy. It's almost never good basketball. Ohio State. Well, they just lost, but Ohio State. It's one of the good teams in the Big Ten this year. Yeah, I mean, they had a chance to win to a share of the Big Ten title. And I think a part of the thing with Ohio State today is because they got so many games canceled. They're mm-hmm. playing so many games in a row. Like, they played three games in, like, six days or something like that, something crazy. I just think they were tired. Yeah. Like, they they just looked like they didn't have the bounce, and their shots were missing. Yeah. But the point is, they're just too low scoring. Like, like you get, like, a seven-point lead and the game's over. It's just it's just not good basketball. Yeah, and and I think my thing is it's like one of my favorite things. I think I'm a terrible person for this, but college rims are unforgiving, bro. You ever you hear a brick from a college game, you hear it. It, it is I don't know yeah. what they put their rims on, but it is strong. Like Yeah. I and and it's it'd be hilarious to me. It's like the same reason like I'll watch figure skating just to see them fall. Like, it's one of those oh, type yeah. of things. Like, yeah, you're definitely a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing, though, is there's never any cohesion on a college basketball team because the best players are one and done, and then everybody else is just not good. Yeah. And so, like, they never have a rhythm. They need to fix it by making players stay two years. And then I think college will be a little bit better. Like, but like okay, so like, I don't want to talk all about Ohio State, but it's just what I know currently. Um, Ohio State has a freshman who is pretty highly recruited, he was not supposed to be a one-and-done player, Malachi Branham. He's been balling. Like, outside of today, the last three games, he averaged, like, 27 points on, like, a ridiculous shooting. Like, he's developing into a pro prospect. So this is a guy who is not supposed to be a one-and-done. Maybe two-and-done. He wasn't supposed to be there three, four years. He was talented. Who is potentially going to be a one-and-done. He's being draft lotteried. He's being draft projected as, like, the 15th pick. If you're the 15th pick, you're leaving. Yeah. The coach expected to have this guy for two years, at least. He might be gone. So now next year, he has to find two new primary scores. Like, it's just it's, – college basketball sucks. Sorry. Well, we're going to talk about college basketball. Well, if, but like, if you're going to do that, if you're, if you're going to make them stay two years, then the rule should be you don't have to go to – you don't have to sit yes. out here to make it into the NBA – but if you do go to college, you need to be there two years. Yes, I've said that for like three years. That is the ideal rule. The good players go right out of high school. And then stop giving them BS classes, give them money management classes, stuff like that, so they can learn how to use their money when they get a bunch of money because they're going to the league. Because that's the other thing. That one year, basketball ends in, in March. Mm-hmm. So they did like they did just enough to make it through the season and then they stop going to school. Yep. Like in, in the NFL and in college football, if you're really, really on it, especially with summer classes, you can graduate in three years. So a lot of players go to the NFL, whether they use their degree or not, they go to the NFL and get a degree. And mm-hmm. two years, you have absolutely no chance. And one season, you have absolutely no chance to get a degree. I highly doubt the best players, like Jalen Suggs didn't take his finals last year. Basketball ended in March. 
they lost the championship and he did draft pre- why didn't you dunk the- okay he 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 lost the championship and he went straight to draft projection from march to may he wasn't going to classes he didn't take his finals no so yeah i wouldn't years. have cared i wouldn't have cared because who cares yeah, i already so- caring in the first place now nah, i really don't care <laughs> so i have a question did you know that basketball doesn't have divisions it's yeah. straight one through fourteen. Yeah, I didn't know that. So maybe yeah. I'm stupid. That's just how much I don't watch college basketball. No, I pulled yeah. up the ranking. I pulled up the standing. I was like, oh, this is just straight one through fourteen. Yeah, yep. And Wisconsin right. top makes sense. Does usually, it? Yeah, Wisconsin's usually solid all the time. You know who fell off like crazy? Indiana, <laughs> Michigan State. <sighs> Like for a couple of years, Michigan State was like, it was them. They well, they're ten and seven right now, which isn't too bad. They might be. I don't think they'll make the dance because they're not ranked. Or are they? I took a screenshot. No, they're not. I think I think Ohio State's the last ranked team, and they're twenty two. Iowa's the last ranked team. Twenty five. Oh, what are they? Twenty five. Okay, they're twenty five. Okay. Yeah, you got four, so that's one five in the rankings. Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, Ohio State, Iowa should all be. Yep, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Purdue's up higher. That's right. Yeah, Purdue was like Purdue was like number three or four, and then they lost like everybody else did. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's let's just Illinois makes sense too. Yeah, they're usually solid. Uh, when it comes to college basketball, Wisconsin, Illinois. Um, you're right about Michigan State, but not this year. Michigan's usually solid, but you know we aren't even. You know what's going on here. Yeah. Indiana's usually better, and, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm a little disappointed in Indiana. They're usually better than this when it comes to basketball. I'm just gonna say this, and then we'll continue. We don't have time to rant because I don't want this to be an hour and fifty minutes. Fair I'm enough. gonna wrap it in like ten minutes if possible. Right. Um, Illinois not being Kentucky, Kansas, Duke is the biggest is the biggest mess up in basketball history. Mm-hmm. How are you the school in Chicago, not mm-hmm. in Chicago, but like of Chicago talent and all of your good players are going to Kentucky. Go, you know, like the reason why Illinois doesn't have good football players is because they all freaking play basketball. But I mean, again, it's the exact same reason why everybody goes to certain schools when it comes to football. They're the ones on TV. There's the one getting yelled at. I, I don't know. I hear he's on TV all the time. Connecticut's on TV all the time. They have their history. But yes, but the thing is, Chicago has always had good players. So yeah. for the fact that Illinois has not been so good for so long that they are Duke and Kentucky is mind blowing. It's because somewhere it, along the line they messed up their program. Because because uh, Duke Duke just has a, a bigger name. Duke, Kentucky, and all them, uh, the North but, Carolina. But that, but that name, name is that name is created. You're missing my point. Yeah, Duke, well, Kentucky, I mean, coaching, coaching, all of them. Like, that's the, that's exactly coaches. my point. Yeah. When all of those teams were making their name, the fact that whatever Illinois was doing wasn't working, mm. and they squandered having all of that basketball talent in Chicago is a crime to college basketball history. I mean, I understand why they're not there now because, yeah. like you said, Duke, all these places have a name, but basketball has been around forever. They should be in that tier. Historically is what I'm trying to say. They should they, be in that they, tier. They should be. Because but the players who come out of Chicago. 
I mean, but like Think about it, it. they should have had a boom just because when, of Michael Jordan. How many people and how many people do you think Michael Jordan's inspired in the city of Chicago to play basketball? Oh, and some of them were good, and they're yeah. not at Illinois. Like that's ridiculous. I, Historically, I, I don't know. I mean, also, when's the, last time, when's the last time Illinois won a national championship game? You're, you're making my point. You're trying yeah. to explain it, but you're that's, making I, my I, point. It's no, disgusting. I get. Yeah. I, it, it is pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Uh, they don't even have the same type of cachet as Syracuse, and I think they should. I, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 I just, I, like, you know, I understand today why it's hard for them to get to where they're going. And, and it's but crazy. They, usually, they should have been there. They, and I don't I know why they're a lot not. of the time, they're usually in the dance. They usually make the dance. I don't know how far they make it, but I think most of the time they're they're there. So I mean, think of Think about what Illinois would have been if they got Anthony Davis. And here's the thing with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis wasn't highly recruited until the summer going into his senior year. Yeah. So if Illinois, who was up the street, would have been on him as a freshman. They might have been. With football players. I'm just like, it's just, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to relive his recruitment. Like, or that's what I'm saying. I'm like, just he, saying. it just might have been. And then as soon as he, he got that big name, that's when Duke. And yeah. all them stuff was like, hey, come to my school. You definitely going to be on TV. Illinois, you might not be on TV. And it's that's that's disgusting. You're like, you're going to be I on Big Ten Network, but you're not going to be on you're not going to be on ABC. Like, <laughs> it's the, that is a crime to college basketball history. Uh-huh. At least Whoever, I think it is. When it comes Illinois to needs to look through their history and the, when Illinois needs to look through their history and like like disown some people because they fumbled the bag significantly. It'd it be like that. It'd it definitely be like that sometimes. Again, we, we say it about Michigan. Michigan should be getting more recruits than they do, especially from their city. But it's not the same. The type of talent, basketball talent that comes out of Chicago is, is it's top tier. It's like the football equivalent of of tech, like the there are so you know this there are so many very very good basketball players from Chicago alone yeah yeah and as the biggest school in that state as really the only competition in that state Michigan still has to do but you ask, but like but here's the thing you say that but like uh, what is it UCLA doesn't always get that talent. USC don't always get that talent, and you know how many great you know most of the NBA is from LA, right? I get that. Um, but what is UCLA's history? Championships, especially when it comes okay. to basketball. Yeah. All right, all right. So they may have stumbled. They may have stumbled a little bit, mm. but they're a blue blood in the sport of basketball. Illinois has never been that. That is an issue. That's the point I'm trying to make. That's the point that they should have. They should be there based on the talent that has come out of Chicago. They should be there in somewhere throughout their history. They messed up, and they're never going to get there, and that is a crime to basketball history. I mean, yeah. I mean they're ranked now, top 15. Yeah. I think they were top 15 last year, too. They're usually pretty good. They just don't have the same name cachet as even like think of it like this. Like you remember how you how mad you get when Alabama loses, but they only drop to like three. Same thing happens with Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Like they don't fall that far. But your your commenting to my point of the standing of where they're at in twenty twenty two. 
I mean, I'm saying that was was 2000. I know. But what I'm saying is when we talk about college basketball, Mm -hmm. it should be Duke. It should be North Carolina. It should be Kansas. It should be Illinois. They should be on that level. If they would have handled things correctly throughout their history, they would get the same privilege that those teams have. They didn't, UCLA, and that is the crime. Too. That they have not done that, and that is the crime. They're yeah. not going to get there in 2022. I get it. But when, when Duke in the 80s and 90s and 70s and stuff like that, when they were building that history that has lasted them to 2022, Illinois wasn't, and that's the issue. They should have been because of the talent that comes out of Chicago. I mean, I, I you you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's all I'm saying. I think that's a crime. So my my speech is over. Uh, <laughs> let, let's just run down. Let's run down the list really quick. So Wisconsin is number one. They're uh, twenty three and five overall, fourteen and four in conference. Purdue's number two, thirteen and five in conference. Uh, Illinois is number two, thirteen and five in conference. Ohio State's four, eleven and six in conference. Iowa is five. 10 and 7. Michigan State is 10 and 7. Rutgers is 10 and 8. Then there's Michigan. I think this Rutgers cutoff is where the projected cutoff for the the um the dance is. Michigan is not projected to go to the dance. dance Michigan's yeah. currently 15 and 12 overall, 9 and 8 in the Big Ten. Then Indiana's 9 and 9. Penn State's 7 and 11. Maryland is 6 and 12, who just beat Ohio State today and ruined Ohio State's chances. Of uh going to of getting a share of the regular season Big Ten title, and then rounding out the bottom, Northwestern is six and twelve, Minnesota is four and fourteen, Nebraska is two and sixteen in the Big Ten. So that's the that is the rankings. Um, I think Nebraska just lost today too. No, they just they blew out. Uh, they just blew out Penn State for the oh. second win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So I know I do know Minnesota just lost because they was playing Indiana. I yeah, think that's Nebraska, Nebraska was a game I had on earlier, and they were up yeah. at like twenty five points. <laughs> that's crazy, so, but that's the that's, that's the, the that's the that's the that's the excited part about basketball because it's just like yeah, the better team you you can tell which one's the better team, but not that day. Yeah, not that that's, day. Uh, basketball is interesting that way. Yeah. I think um, I think so. Uh, you know, like I said, we've admitted we haven't been watching as much basketball, so we're not going to go on this deep dive. This is what I'm going to say. I have a question. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, before I get to that question, the regular season's wrapping up. The Big Ten tournament starts March 9th through the 13th, so we'll have some content on that as well once we get the rankings and that kind of stuff. So basketball season is really starting to end. We're getting close to March Madness. Uh, we're going to go over some tournament projections just to kind of see, show where people are at right now. But my question to you, mm-hmm. why do why don't Big Ten teams win the title? The Big Ten, I mean, last year the Big Ten had two number one seeds. Ohio State was high. This, that, and the third. Big Ten, I, I, I I'm going to Google it while you're trying to answer. Just in Big case Ten's the, the Big Ten is the ACC when it comes to when it comes to basketball. When you compare it to uh, football, good but not good enough. Just not. They're good, but not good enough. Uh, they, it's usually the ACC that usually is the more dominant conference in the uh, Big Ten, but not in the Big Ten in basketball. Um, they're just not. I it truly the only team that I think it's good enough to make some real noise in the, in a tournament consistently from the Big Ten is probably Wisconsin because they're usually consistently good. 
when it comes and Purdue. Yeah. But other than that, I you're just because I'm looking at it now, I'm not good enough. And then sometimes, a lot of the times, y'all the uh, Big Ten when it comes, especially when it comes to the uh, the Big Dance, y'all face a lot of each other in the earlier rounds. So you get to knocking somebody out, and then you got to go up against like Gonzaga, and you're like, oh well, like <laughs> yeah. The last <clears throat> oh wait, Maryland wasn't in the Big Ten in 2002, so let's go down. The last Big Ten champion was Michigan State in 2000. It's been 22 years. Yeah, yeah. And before that, it was Michigan in 1989 because the Fat Five didn't win. The Fat Five didn't win. And, like, I don't even – besides – and, like, when's the last time – 2000 might be the last time a Big Ten team played? Maybe. I might be wrong Mm -hmm. about that. It might be, like, 2008 might have been a time. But Uh, So, Indiana played in 2002 and lost – Illinois played in 2005 and lost. Ohio State played in 2007 and lost. Michigan State played in 2009 and lost. I remember Michigan that. Played, I remember yeah, Michigan played in 2013 and lost. I remember that, too, because that was Trey Burke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it? Yeah, Trey Burke been in the league for a minute now. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, played, Wisconsin played in 2015 and lost. Uh, I think I remember. Michigan played in 2018. I remember that. Oh, yeah. And they got blew out. They got blew out by 17. Actually, they were supposed to win that. They were the best. They were the best team. Yeah. And Villanova. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. The Big Ten, they just. When it comes to basketball, the Big Ten loves to choke. Loves to choke. And if it's Michigan and Michigan State, bet on them choking. Nobody chokes harder than Gonzaga. Pause. Because why has Gonzaga never won a ring? <laughs> hey, hey, it's been a while. Because I don't even think AI. They, you know, Gonzaga has never won a ring. They're just yeah, always up and, and AI played for. Did he play for Gonzaga? I, I no, 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 no. No, AI played for. I don't I remember. I can't remember. No, I think right, he so, played for Connecticut. No. Did he? That made that's I don't remember. That I, sounds I just, that sounds know. about right. Now I'm gonna see. Yeah. Now I need to know. <laughs> All right. So let's let's run down this because we're starting to run long. So this is a projection by TeamRankings.com. So if this is BS, sorry, I sold my soul for content. Uh, I just <laughs> was trying to find something and I couldn't really find it. But according to this uh, projection, Georgetown sounds right. Uh, projection. Wisconsin is projected as a two seed. Purdue is okay. projected as a two seed. Okay. Um, Ohio State's projected as a four seed. Illinois is projected as a five seed. Michigan really? State's projected as a seven seed. Iowa's projected as a nine seed. Michigan, oh, this is this has to be old. No, I'm not saying Michigan's projected as a nine seed. That doesn't make sense. This is already wrong because they're saying now Michigan might not get into the tournament. Um. Indiana was projected as an 11 seed. Uh, when was this article written? No, this is shows data from today. Yeah. I don't know what kind of agri- al- algorithm they're running. They must have Michigan winning out. Uh, let's see. Um, and is that the last team? That's the last team. So that's projected uh, six or seven teams in the tournament, which is about pretty on par for the Big Ten. Uh, they just don't win. So that's fun. Um, 
so with that, like I said, we'll we'll get into some more Big Ten stuff as as it goes on. I'm actually going to start watching some games now that football is officially over, and I'm be depressed. Prepared, be prepared for when the tournament starts for a few Big Ten teams, including your your school, getting getting upset in the first round because that happens. First of all, I want to just put this out there right now. Yeah, I'm not an Ohio State basketball fan. All right, fair enough. Because I'm not – well, okay, that's the wrong way to put it. I am not – so I didn't go to Ohio State. Obviously, I went to Kent State. So I do not have pride in every Ohio State sport like someone who went to Ohio State would because I didn't go there. Football is a culture thing. So yeah. everyone in Ohio State – everyone in Ohio is a football fan. I root for Ohio State basketball if I'm going to root for any college basketball team, but it's not on the same level as football. So, like – I don't like it. this is the first Ohio State college basketball game I've watched all season. So like I'm not real I'm not a true basketball fan. So just putting that out there, y'all do not have to worry about no because uh, I, I understand I teeter the line sometimes when it comes to Ohio State <laughs> in my analysis because it's hard. You don't gotta worry about that with basketball. I'm gonna just tell you what I see because it's basketball. So we're gonna wrap that up for today, and we're gonna to get to our pit stops. But we will once the turn. We'll wrap up this final week. We'll talk about the tournament, and then we'll talk about the big tournament, and see if any uh, any Big Ten teams make it far. That's gonna be fun. I don't. We'll do a uh, a bracket challenge. So if anyone wants to join a bracket challenge, uh, we don't make no real money, so we're not gonna give no prizes. But you could you get bragging rights if you win. Uh, you know, some of these podcasts be like, "We'll give you a jersey. We'll give you this." We're not doing that. Speaking it. of, you still yeah. you still gotta yeah. wear Clemson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know. Right. I know. Right. We forget. Know. So uh, let let's get into our pit stops. I can go first. Mine's gonna be quick. I had a conversation on Twitter about multi-sport athletes and how basically uh, an Ohio State football commit is going really high in wrestling. He's an offensive lineman. And the guy that I really want Ohio State to get as an offensive tackle is like um, going for his state championship. And so I just tweeted how I like my offensive lineman to wrestle. And someone commented, I think it was uh, Patrick Mayhorn commented and was talking about some other sports, how he likes his secondary guys to be outfielders in baseball and things like that. And it just got me thinking, why don't why don't kids play multi-sports anymore? Some of them do. And I think that we're kind of getting back to it a little bit. But for like five or so years, everything got really, really specialized. And they didn't want kids to play other sports because they thought they were going to get injured. That's, that's right around the that's right around the time the camp circuit happened. So like people are literally essentially just like playing football, baseball, or basketball all year round. And it's like, that's cool. But the skills and traits that you learn in other sports typically always translate. And so like I don't know why parents don't let their kids play multiple sports anymore. And like, they do this thing where they're like, Oh, what if they get injured? They're going to be a football star or a basketball star, this, that, and the third. But you learn so many different traits. Like Justin Fields talked about how much he learned and how he can throw the football at different arm angles because mm-hmm. he was a pitcher. Or he yeah. played shortstop. He played shortstop in baseball. Um, wrestling. I think Mary might has the best, best slide in the NFL and that's yeah. and I think it's a baseball slide. So it is. It is. Yeah. So it's like I my thing is just this. I don't I don't know that I have any influence that any parents are listening. If your kid is good at sports, let them play multiple sports. One, yeah. it's gonna be fun memories, but two, if they have any chance of actually being a good athlete, they're going to be a better athlete by playing multiple sports and not playing sports specific. Also 
different sports use different muscles, so it just makes them a better round athlete. Athlete, yeah. All around stronger, all that kind of stuff because they're using different muscles. And so, I, I just in a, different experiences are, are just good growing up, and I, even when it yeah. comes to sports. So like you just experience different people, different things. Um, I also think a lot of the reason why people don't like doing having their kids do different sports is probably because it might cost. Depending on the school you go to, you might have to pay to play. And like paying three different sports could be a lot. Well, if that's the case, I, I understand. Pay to play in high school is the worst thing that was ever created. If that's the case, I get it. Like, if it's a money thing, I'm not going to tell nobody to live how they live their life financially. But for the parents who have money and their kid plays football all year round and you're taking them to Florida for spring football and summer football and all this other kind of stuff, let that kid play baseball. Like, let that kid play something else. Like, let your daughter play basketball and softball. Like, multi-sport athletes. Are Soccer. Good. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, exactly. Like, there are different things. Like, and – for football in particular, it doesn't only have to be track. I advocate for track because you do genuinely get faster with track. But like, let them play baseball. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, let them like, learn how play to catch in the sun. <laughs> yeah, because that's what baseball baseball don't teach you how to catch in that sun, and it teaches you reaction time. Yeah, like I'd never thought of it, but your your defensive secondary playing outfield is perfect. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Either that's actually smart. Yeah, that's so smart. yeah. Let your let you your track and then do baseball for the summer. Yeah, for the spring. Yeah, I ain't, yeah. I ain't mad at that. Let your kids play multiple sports. That's that's my pit stop. What's yours? Uh, my pit stop is just uh, pretty much uh, coaching staff hiring people who either used to be on that team or be at that school. Um, uh, more focus on Robinson joining Michigan's coaching staff. I think that's a smart pickup. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. I thought, I thought, I didn't think it's been that long since he's been in college, but it's been almost yeah. ten years. But, but he's still young enough to have some sort of connection, and especially since he was a last um, um, uh, NCAA, uh, NCAA football. Uh, cover, cover athlete, cover athlete. That that gives him a little bit more leeway because people are going to remember that. Like when you was on, you was you was on, you was on one of the best game, one of the best sports games that came out in the past two the, years, twenty years. So the best sports game to come out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Hey, look now, two K eleven, two K eleven, one of the best it's, sports it's, games. It's two K eleven. Which one is two K eleven with the one where you can do the Michael Jordan thing? Yeah. Two K eleven's up there. I'm still partial to NCAA fourteen. Uh NCAA fourteen has some things that they're still trying to recreate. And yeah, which is really crazy because it shouldn't even be that hard. <laughs> like, do you remember that NCAA fourteen? NCAA fourteen was one of the first games where you had to press the trigger at the release of the snap. And if you pressed it, your pass rush was better. If you mm-hmm. were late, you didn't get a good pass rush. They still don't have that in Madden. Like they do, really but it's not implemented the same way. It's not implemented yeah. the correct way. Like that, like that's and that's a thing that you just press very softly. It's like it's not you don't even think about it that much. But if you time the snap, you get a better pass rush. That was in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I I just think it's I think it's a just a smart. Smart, uh, it's smart on um Jim Harbaugh's part because he 
he I I think you've said it, but he seems to have a hard time maybe connecting. Like he doesn't, yeah. but he does. And uh, I think this would be a really good way to have them connect, especially with the young young players coming in. I think that that'll help. It seems like he's taking at least taking this one year because again, I think he's going to leave and go to the NFL after this. But he's taking this one year seriously. Yeah, I think that's smart for a lot of people. I wanted to add on to this that the Colts are considering Reggie Wayne uh, as their wide receivers coach. They've actually brought back a couple of players. They brought back Cato June as a linebackers coach, and they brought back Mike Mitchell, I think his name, something like that, as an assistant DBs coach. Um, Ohio State, you see the success that they have with Brian Hartline as a wide receivers coach. Obviously, not every player is a good coach. But for the ones that are and the ones who are passionate, who are leaders of your university or your organization, if they're interested in coaching, and most importantly, obviously, if they're going to be a good coach, you can't have a scrub. Yeah. It just, you know, I think it's wrong. I think it's nothing wrong with, like, um, trying to, especially again with Michigan, it seems like that's the whole thing they're trying to go to is just get Michigan men. So, it seems to fit their criteria and their their brand they're trying to go for. So it, it just it makes sense, and I have no problem with maybe just giving them a shot. I know there's yeah. I know I know we've talked about before like people like hiring people who have already had experience and stuff like that. But you know, I guess if your your whole thing is is like we need a certain fit, I, I can't. But see he's also. He's also not going to be a coach on field. He's going to be in their player personnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, that's why I think it's smart in that way because it's more like a one-on-one – it's more of a personal connection that he has to make. Right, and a a brand ambassador with recruits. Yeah, Yeah, that's – Who sells your – It just makes sense. Yeah, who sells your program better than a superstar and someone that loves the program? You know what I mean? Like someone who is successful there. So – then he he was something. Then he he beat Ohio State, right? Um, no, Maybe. no, he might have. Eleven, right? He might have been there. Was that him? Oh yeah, no. Maybe he was. Maybe that was him in twenty eleven. See, so if if that is, if we're right about that, that also helps too, because it's like, well, I'm I'm someone who who beat Ohio State. Like we can yeah. try to keep that keep that going since we just did. So like and I it, it I can see it working. I hope it works. I I do. I haven't heard his name in a while, so it was like that was nice. Yeah, for sure. Um so shout out to Denard Robinson. Uh shout out to Michigan uh for being smart and doing smart things. And, yeah, it seems like they're uh, not just gonna just fall back and be stupid again, which I, I like. <laughs> I like to see I, that. I'm not fully there yet. We gonna see. They they were pretty <laughs> stupid. Jim Har like Jim. I I ain't forgiving Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh was like, listen, listen, listen. I know I tried to leave when right. I brought back Bernard Robinson. You forget, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, I, I tried to leave, but at least look now I'm making moves that makes it seem like I'm not trying to go. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna leave next year. <laughs> facts, facts. But all right, I think that's I think that's a good show from us. It's more than what I thought we were going to get as we kind of scrapped together this yeah. uh, this show plan. But as always, thank you for traveling I-70 with us this week. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a five-star review and mention Dante and I. You can find me on Twitter at JordanW330. Uh, Dante, where can they find you? Uh, Dante and 10216 
right, we'll see y'all next week.